cliffcentral.com This is the Third Draft Podcast, the show where we interview all your favorite, coolest, funniest, awkward, and out-of-this-world online sensations. I'm Sinhue. And I'm Mash. And together we bring you fresh interviews every week on cliffcentral.com where we talk to some of your favorite content creators about the business of content creation, how they come up with the content, and of course... The bag? How much money they're making, honey. Oh, yes. So catch fresh episodes every Wednesday on cliffcentral.com. On YouTube. And on podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever wherever you you get get your podcasts. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. We can't be... There's a heavy reliance on nostalgia that is dangerous. And I do love old music. We all grew up around it. We all love those songs. But for me, we can't only be listening to things from 2008 when it's 2023. And there's a running joke with me and my friends. And we'll be like, yo, we hear Kelly's like millionaire one more time. We love it. But at this point, please, stop, please, stop it. And this is the third draft podcast. Welcome to season two, episode one. I'm super excited, super stoked. And uh, you're only hearing my voice because I'm riding solo today. Uh, Umesh is out and about living his best life, doing something. Maybe he's too big for us. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out maybe in the next episode. But I'm here to keep you entertained. And I have a phenomenal guest with me. Uh, she's amazing. You know, that's what I'm going to start off with. She's amazing. I've been following her TikTok account for a minute now. And she does something that has my heart in a chokehold. Music content, guys. She's the chick that you can pass the orcs to, you know. she She's the know-it-all when it comes to, like, music, backup singers, who wrote this, who did that, who was the best at this, did you know about this? She's the girl you go to for all your musical knowledge, all right? So if you have not seen her on the TikToks and the Instagrams, let me plug you. Let me plug you. Okay, it's the one and only, I- I'll let her say her full name because I feel like I'm going to butcher it, right? <laughs> I-, I feel like I'm just going to be like, oh. I feel like I'm in school. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the one and only. Peter Hato Mutumi, also known as Peter G on the socials. Love it. That's yeah. that's her TikTok account as well. So please just It's like I'm very boring. You know how people have different handles on different pla no, I'm just like Peter G everywhere because no. yeah. Consistency is good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Um, I'm a bit uh, nervous because this is like the first time we're in studio for season two. Haven't done this in a minute. But I think the conversation is going to be great because, as I said, you do music content. Yeah. I started from the beginning. Did you grow up in a household where, like, every Sunday there was some gospel music <laughs> blasting? That's what woke you up. And then your dad was, like, into R&B. Like, is is that the household you grew up in? Do you know what? It's... I grew up with parents who really enjoy music. Like okay. both of my parents really like music. And I think these last few years I've been thinking around how important it is for parents to play good music for their children. And I grew up with my mom listening to like Busim Klongo and like um, Simpue Dana and Judith Sipuma and Lyra and Tracy Chapman. 
Um, and then my dad was very much way more jazzy listening to like everyone from jazz vocalists or like Erla Fitzgerald and Sarah Vaughan and people like that, but also very much in South African, like Huma Sikela's and like Mira Makeba's and voices like that. Um, so my mom was more like African, very like folksy songwriting vibes. And then my dad was like jazz. And then my older brother got me into hip hop. So like Tupac, Tribe Called Quest, like things like that. And then I grew up watching Channel O and MTV and music videos and um, really loving singers who loved to sing. So, you know, buying, remember buying CDs? Yes. A concept, like going to music. <laughs> <laughs> like going to music and look and listen. And they had the lyrics in yeah, the, in they the they CD They had like thing. the little booklet inside. <laughs> remember how you could go to the store and listen to the CD before even buying it? Like you could just park there for an hour and just like listen. So I did a lot of that. Um, but I've grown up with music all around me. Like I was a choir baby as well. So I've just kind of been in and around music. Mm -hmm. Um, forever when I was old enough, went to concerts. First concert is super embarrassing. No, who was it? You have to share me. Jaru was definitely. Oh, <laughs> like, I went to my brother and my cousin. I was like 11, you had no 12, business. maybe. Jaru. Yeah. And he was like, we were so happy. He was at the Coca Cola Dome. <laughs> okay. When that was a place before it was a car dealership. <laughs> Um, we were just today? so <laughs> excited and he was like, what are you, what are my baby? like with this whole screaming rap, you know? So we were just really happy. So I think from then, like, I just always wanted to go to concerts. Um, my aunt used to live across the street from Ellis Park where like in the nineties, Yeovil, like that whole area was very different in the nineties. Very like... Safe. Yeah, I mean, it was, you could, you could just, you know. So growing up between then Pretoria, like, and just being in this space where there were a lot of musicians and there were a lot of like artsy people and like seeing, well, hearing, we didn't get to go. Like Casey and Jojo came, oh. you know, in like the all my life phase, like oh. in their peak when they were peaking. Oh my word. And we were children. And our older cousin who was babysitting us, we were like, why can't we just like go though? Because it's across the road. Obviously, as children, we had no concept of like tickets or like <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I basically kind of just grew up with music, and mm -hmm. then never stopped listening to it. I have a very great circle of friends that I share it with. Mm -hmm. um, I think probably when I first started mindfully curating music. Mm -hmm. Um, was like 20, 2017, 2018, I was still at Ogilvy mm -hmm. and there was this email thread that me and my friends now, but colleagues then, um, there were like six of us. So it was me, it was Mantra Toka, um, Hatsum, Patsoas, Impures, Kosana, Pumi, Kuliwe, and Tobegani, um, Jamini. Lisedi as well, Lisedi Khadiab as well. There were like six or seven of us. Mm -hmm. And we were all into alternative R&B and like hip hop and just music that sounded good. Mm. Um, so we had an email thread called Strictly Mino and we would just send music. Like it was not for chats. It was not for, oh, guys, this brief. Like, no, it was just, ooh, Tyler Creative dropped. Here's the song. Or like, Emily, here's the song. So 
yeah, and then I was kind of bored um, this one Monday and put songs that we had shared in our thread and like that I had been listening to on Instagram. And then I was like, what should I call it? And then I was like, Melody Monday is cool. It's very, what's the word? The alliteration. I enjoyed the alliteration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I just kind of started making playlists from there. And it's been, yeah, like a couple of years and some change. So yeah, that's kind of I love it. how we got here. <laughs> Absolutely love it. If you anything like me, so I know when I was in high school, I listened to like a variety of music, but mm. predominantly hip hop, mm. right? So I was like in my hip hop era, I was with the boys, um, and we used to like dissect people's albums, like we'd sit down and be yes. like, yo, yes, you know, Eminem dropped. Is this the best body of work he's ever dropped? No, Do you know what yes. I mean? And then like post high school, get to varsity, I got into my like, R&B era Where mm. I was like Okay I've been listening to R&B But now There's a chokehold yeah. I think now I'm in my alternative Like I like the People that are not commercial mm. Like you know the people Same that are, People that Deserve more credit yes. Than they have You know Yeah and, and, and I feel like That's the vibe I'm at Are you also like That type I'm, of person Who's kind of yes. Been so in and out of I think my eras. Default Will mm-hmm. always be R&B okay. Like uh, <laughs> Woo! My my older cousins, like you know, when you grow up and your older cousins always seem very cool and very like cultured, and you know, you're a kid there in high school, and yeah. it's like a whole thing. And they were very much like listening to like Miss Education of Lauren Hill and Janet Jackson, like in that Velvet Rope era in the late '90s. So I was just like, R&B is cool, and like loved all the so like Mariah and Whitney and like all the singers. So I think my baseline is always R&B. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Where it comes from, whether it's from here, whether it's from the UK, whether it's from the US, I don't care. I will listen to it. And then everything else, like I'm one of those people who listen to, or I try to listen to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like you said with the phases, I went through like a rock phase, like an indie rock phase. You know, like when we're all angsty, like, you know, went through that phase. I'm always kind of listening to hip hop, although now I find it's... It's a little bit more, I have to go out of my way a little bit more with hip hop. Um, cause what's mainstream, I'm like, yeah, I don't also, know. I can also like, our parents now, I understand what they're complaining about when I was rocking <laughs> my music and they're like, what's this thing? Cause <laughs> I listen to hip hop now it's and I'm not, like, don't like, what's this thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely get it, but definitely keep going through phases, but yeah. I'll always circle back also. to. R&B, yeah. Okay. You talked about the email thread with just music. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But like, and then you actually did this thing of like, okay, let me just put a playlist out there. But how do you actually go about creating your content? Because I feel like with you, it's not like if you sit down and you're like, you know, I had a vision in my head and my mind, and then I'm going <laughs> to do this video. It's kind of like you looking at what's already put out there for the mm. world to, and then putting the pieces together. And I don't know how you do it, but you do a good job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, where do I begin? I think, so I am one of those people that appreciates the time where artists did not talk to us. Like, I would know about you because maybe I read your interview in a magazine. Mm-hmm. Now, so... I'm a person who likes to listen first, mm-hmm. um, listen to a lot of like a lot of stuff first, always with earphones or like just 
quality of sound is like mm-hmm. a thing. So it must be with earphones or it must be like on nice speakers where you can hear everything. And then I'm kind of like, mm, the song sucks. Okay, this is great. And then there's kind of a vetting of like, yes, no, yes, no. Um, and then I kind of go into like the visuals behind it. So because I grew up watching music videos, I still really like music videos. Mm. So then it was a YouTube thing of like, okay, what songs have a music video? Which ones don't? Is it a live performance? And then trying to integrate like before, like early days, it was literally just the music video and the name of the song. And that was kind of it. Mm. And then at some point I was like, okay, I'm going to put like a little box at the bottom where I can put my opinion and be like, guys, what's happening to Asha now? Like this feels a little bit weird. And then people would interact a little bit more. Um, and then at some point, um, a friend was like, why don't you put it on Spotify, Apple Music? And then I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then I would like put it there. Um, but now I think a lot of it, yeah, it's like a listening and enjoyment exercise. Mm-hmm. I think I had to be very mindful to not just put songs on mm-hmm. the playlist just because they were new. Yeah. Or they had to be good. And I'm still trying to balance like kind of the reminder that it must be a good song or if it is there, we must talk about why it's not a good song. Um, so that's more on the Instagram space on TikTok. Um, TikTok, I only moved to properly like last year, I want to say. Um, and that required talking, which I feel two ways about on the one hand, I like letting the music just like speak for itself. But then on the other hand, I'm like, okay, I need to give it context. Yes. Which is how I end up talking about like, this is where samples come from and blah, blah, but blah. But I love that because so, you yeah, So like... I just enjoyed that because it was always just there or like I would always find myself looking for the information of like, huh, that yeah. sounds kind of familiar. And then I'd be like, oh, that's why this sounds familiar. But I think that's why I love your content so much. It's because it's not just saying, oh, this is a good song. Or it's not just saying, I don't like the song. It's like, eh, you guys, did you hear that hit? Did you, did you know that this hit is actually a sample? And I'm like, what the, what? Like, you know, I didn't even know. Like, um, I, and I think just learning even about like, I think there was, um, a series that you did about like the, Backup singers who was oh, the yeah. that you didn't even know. I was like, yeah. girl, where are you getting this info? Where are you getting this info? I, <laughs> you know what? Half of it is research. The other half is cur- like I used to love re- hey, the booklet that used to be in CDs. I used to love looking at the names and be like, oh, this person produced it. The vocalist. I mean, today's version of that is genius. Like mm. I think genius is probably one of the best platforms in just like giving information. But in South Africa, it's very different because we're not great at archiving music history in this country. And I don't necessarily think it's that we're not great. It's just that like too much stuff has happened. Um, So even with lyrics, like, you know how with some people, so you'll listen to Zoe Mutiha and then you can pull up the lyrics, but then you'll listen to somebody else and you're like, Ooh, there's, there's, there's nothing. Mm. We're just gonna, we're gonna be within that. We're gonna be within the Just gonna guess. Yeah, we're just gonna guess. We're just gonna guess. Yeah. So like, yeah, a lot of it is just from my interest in music and like watching a lot of interviews to like 
see how people think and like how they put together. Because I'm a, a, a sucker for hearing and reading about how artists put together an album or like their inspirations or like, you know, like, yeah, like I was having a breakdown and then, you know, like Bonnie Vere saying, okay, no, like this girl broke my heart and then I was just in a cabin for like months sad and then I wrote this album and then boom. And then you have an album. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So most of it is just curiosity, honestly. That's like, oh, this is cool um, to know and then sometimes to share. But other times I'm like, oh, should I be quiet? But no, I'm not going to be quiet because did you know that X, Y, Z? Yeah. Yeah, don't go quiet, girl. Don't don't ever go quiet. We love hearing your voice. Um, do you see yourself like doing this on a bigger scale where you actually interview now the artist one day, someday? Absolutely. And you know, I have interviewed artists. Like it's such a strange thing mm-hmm. for me. I think because I started in editorial, I started in magazines. So working for Al and Al Decoration when those were still I think Magazines, <laughs> magazines. Remember those? Um, but yeah, so we would interview a lot of people, or like as I grew, because I started as like an intern. Um, so when I grew, and they were like, okay, now we need to interview like Mikasa or like um, probably one of the craziest interviews I did was of the internet, like the group, the internet. Um, My jaw just dropped because I love them. <laughs> No, I love them too. And it was, and it was so random because, um, when Cape Town Jazz Fest was still around, mm-hmm. um, and you worked in media, you could basically apply to interview everyone who was on the lineup. Lineup. Yes. That's what I'm looking for. Lineup. Everyone that was on the lineup, you could just shoot your shot and like check the box and be like, yes, yes. So I'd always be like, <laughs> the current video. So I just put like the main headliners and be like, love this person, listen to them. Yes, yes, yes. And then they tell you like, okay, you've been approved to interview two people or one person. Or, and for some reason they said yes to the internet. And I was working at um, a production agency called Ginko at the time. And I had like resigned, but I was like, I'm still going to do the interview though. I don't know where <laughs> it's going to go. Like I have no idea where it's going to go, but like, I'm still going to do it. So I went with, um, my, um, my colleague, Jody Vinvochel, who's a really good photographer. And the two of us went because you could have like a writer and then a photographer. So mm-hmm. the two of us we were like, oh my God, it's happening today. <laughs> so we go to Cape Sun and they're like, okay, um, you have to go into like, then there was a line and then their manager was like, no pictures allowed. And everyone was like, okay, awkward. No pictures allowed. And they were like, okay, it's your turn. Go. And it was literally a hotel room and the whole band, they were like sitting on beds and just like well, a little bit high. I'm not gonna lie. They were like, no, like a little bit high. And then there was one chair in front of them and Jody was like, you're the writer. You must go sit in the chair. So I was like sitting in the chair, scared. I don't know if we can swear on here, but scared, <laughs> shitless. Um, with like Sid and Steve Lacey and like the whole band. And then rolled through questions. They were really cool. And then before we left, um, and then they knocked and they were like, hey, five minutes. And we were like, okay, 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 okay. And then me and my friend were like, 
we know this is really uncool, but like, please, can we have a picture? Just like, just to prove that we were here. Do you know what I mean? And they were super cool. We took a photo. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I've interviewed musicians and even like a little bit more recently, like Una Rams and he's just dope. like, Una Rams is really dope. Um, um, I got to interview him as well, like a few years ago. And, um, yeah, I've loved to see, like, he's just, he's growing. just going he's, up, he's up just and up, doing like, things and I'm just like, my guy. Yeah, that whole view when it's called EP, just, ooh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So going from interviewing musicians from work to being in advertising where that's like definitely not a thing. Um, I would like to kind of move back there just cause it was so interesting hearing about it so now and then i get to do it in like a freelance space um but it would be cool to circle back to that and be like yeah be like this is my hustle interviewing people like going to concerts for a living you know yeah okay we put it out there so um let's give it some time yeah yeah like so that it can come into so we can go to coachella I for mean, free. Do you know? Yeah, Afro Nation. Everything. Come on. Now. Afro Nation, uh, Nazi Jazz Fest. Like, Let's go. All, all, all of them. them. All, all of them. Lala Palu. All, all of them. Hey, all of them. Glastonbury. All of them. Guys. Yeah. We're just saying. Yeah. We're just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you, um, putting music content out there is not the only thing that you do. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a podcast. I do. <laughs> what's all that about? Like, I do. Like, what's the kuluma? Like, so, like, yeah, I'm a chatty Kathy. I would always actually get kicked out of class for talking. Even on my report, it would be like, great student. However, talkative. Talkative. <laughs> She's very talkative. Um, and then my dad would be like, ah, again, come on. Like, just get it together. Anyway, um, I have a podcast called The Black Staring Radio. Mm-hmm. So my co-host Kunta and Dimande, we both worked in advertising. Um, we were both at Ogilvy and yeah, like there were a group of us that would watch shows. Okay. So ad agencies have Fridays are very festive. Well, mm. they used to be more festive than they are now. Like mm-hmm. things like shots, trolleys were a wild thing that, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Fridays from three, everyone was kind of like, mm. laptop type mm. of a vibe. So we would watch shows. We'd be like, guys, these are these are the new episodes, and we just watch shows as a group. And then we'd always like unpack and character development and this, this, that, and the third. And then we were always there was a running thing like, oh, we should start a YouTube channel. And then like we never did because you know resting on happens. your laurels and all that fun stuff. And then in the pandemic. Kunta and I were speaking and she was like, let's, let's like do this. So we were like, okay, let's make this podcast and let us, but then we're like, okay, yes, we're going to talk about shows, but what is, what is the context and finding the context was really important. So it ended up being looking at not just where the black women are on screen, but how they are on screen. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time it's a little janky, like we're there. But we don't have any lines. Or if you're or like, like, it's, it's the angry black woman. Do you know what I mean? Or like we fall into all of those stereotypes. So for us, it was cool to watch things and then also review and look at like who is writing black women. Um, how are we showing up? Like are we allowed to have a full range of emotion or is it just like she's angry, she's a sexy girl and that's it. 
Um, yeah, so now we're kind of expanding in this next phase into not just talking about shows, but talking about films. Um, so we had an episode come out last week where we were looking at Woman King versus um, Wakanda Forever. Just because of the running themes of like, okay, like women are, you know, killing people, being badass and stuff, but also set in Africa, quote unquote, mm -hmm. and like the weird accents, the bad, the bad, bad accents, the the strength of the big pin, like just, just, just like, where is this coming from? <laughs> yeah, so we just like, now we're looking at movies, we're going to get into like album reviews and stuff like awesome that. So stuff. we're kind of just expanding the lens of like how black people, but most specifically black women, queer and otherwise fat, thin, skinny and otherwise, because the visual diet is also important because mm. we're like, okay, what does everyone look like on the show? Is it like, are we seeing a variation in skin tone and body types in, yeah, like, sure, there are black people, but like, is there a fat black woman? And if there is a fat black woman, how is she presented? Is she just, is she like Kelly and Insecure where it's like, you're the butt of the joke? You know, so it's just, there are things, and I do love Insecure, but like, you know, there's always a but. Stuff. There's always a but. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of what the podcast is. Call me when you guys uh, decide to dissect uh, when Tyler Perry and, and, and his productions. Call <laughs> Tyler me. Tyler Perry will pay for his <laughs> I'd call me. He, I'd love to be your, a guest. We've, do you know what? We've been trying to figure out like, how do we go about Tyler Perry? And it's been an ongoing chat for like two years because we're like, you can't, the premise of your film can't be that, um, this woman cheated on a good man, quote unquote, and then her punishment is AIDS. Like that's just a little, he <laughs> but always that's just goes. The one. I, since we're here for a brief second, yeah. I will say this. I think he, he had his time. There was a good time with Medea. I think. Agreed. Agreed. One like the first early days, like, um, even movies. why did I get married? I watched it again. I was like, okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then it just went down. Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm not like, stop. Stop writing. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop creating. Like give other writers. Cause he did tweet that he oh, does. Oh, remember when he had like a stack of scripts and he, he was like, like, it's just me. me. And everyone was like, like, we stop. can tell. Yeah. Stop. We can stop. Give we can tell. A chance. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. It's in the, he's in the same space that I think even a Kenya Barris is kind of Ooh. getting into because I watched you people and I was like, it's cute, but race can't be the story. Like, what? I think it's so weird. I feel like often now in movies and in series, I hate when it's like being black is the only thing that happens to you because it's not like so much more. So much other stuff happens. Like, remember the era where it was just slavery movies and that was just. Like there was nothing light, no hee-hee-hee-ha <laughs> anymore. It was just, oh, okay. So people are getting killed. Okay. That's what we do. This is a historical. Like, this is it. Yeah. Okay. It's weird, but yeah. I, I get you. I, th I think uh, that's good. I think it's good to always look at things and just analyze, is, is this how we want to be portrayed? Is this a good portrayal of where we're at as a society? Because also I think uh, movies, series, they they reflect what 
society really yeah, looks exactly. like. Exactly. Right? And sometimes we have to take a step back to say, hold up, if, if there's still a whole lot of racism happening in the movies, that means in real life, the, it's yeah. worse. It's <laughs> way worse. Yeah. And you I know? mean, it's also interesting where we're going with content in South Africa as a country because we're having this whole like chat on that show make show adulting and just like apparently you cannot watch that with your parents no okay. no no I haven't watched it yet no I just heard. I haven't either but everyone was like you're the first scene don't do it just don't <laughs> just don't watch it with your parents <laughs> just have the earphones in they were like even if you're in the next room just just don't be playing it aloud because the sounds of stuff happening um, and it does feel like we're getting more open because we're always like South Africa is very conservative. Yes. So it's interesting to see where sex has fallen on the spectrum in like shows, even if you think of the wife mm. and that crazy scene that just went on for several minutes too long <laughs> with Kanye Bowen. We saw everything. Um, do you know what I mean? I'm like, why? Ooh, this is longer than it should have been. Because <laughs> we're like all like, the first oh, okay, cool, seconds, like we get we it. Like, and then it was, and you're like, was, oh, okay, people are changing positions. Oh, oh. All right. I Wow. <laughs> I was like I was watching a podo. But I didn't say we like, yeah, we were all like, whoa, what is happening? Um, Yeah, so, yeah, like we just need more. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see... What else is out there? Is out there that we're gonna do? Because there's so much talent and like, yeah, okay. it mustn't be the same. Yeah, like it also mustn't be the same actors either. Like it must. Yeah, yeah. So I will say I'm getting we'll bored with the storylines of like if you are successful, it's as a black family you guys got it illegally. Yeah, it's drugs, corruption. Why is it always drugs? There's always violence. I feel like I don't so know I'm if we'll be released from the violence yeah, of it. That's all the either. one thing I'm I'm getting. Like I'm just like yeah, it's a every time. Get it? You, yeah, I'm also like is it, is it just me? I'm always like, am I the only one who's like again? Another one. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like I'll watch it and like bow to the people, but no, I'm, I'm, no. I'm done. Mm. But, um, I think I'd, I'd like to pick your brain on like the state, your thoughts of the state of South African music. Ooh. You know, uh, okay. but I'm very curious. Uh, we, you know, AK just passed on and he dropped an album, Mass Country. And I was saying to my friends, it did extremely well in the first few days because he passed on. Yeah. Not that he wasn't going to reach that level of success, mm. but because he passed on, now everyone's an AK yeah. fan. And, Ooh, um, yeah. <laughs> that always does happen when, when people die. Mm, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. everybody every, you know. Yeah. But as someone who's been following his career, I'm like, this is a dope album. Mm. Really, really dope. But Do you think it's his best? Um, No. I don't think it is either. No, I don't think it's his best. I think after he hasn't put out like a body of work in a minute, so it was like mm. it's refreshing. Mm. It's hip hop. Uh, That's true. I'm and we piano. have been in a piano phase. I'm a piano has been taking over, so it was also nice and refreshing to just hear like hip hop, like bars vibes. I was just like, yeah, yes, you yeah. Know? And there was a little bit of like Afrobeats influence, yeah. there, which you know he's been doing since all eyes on mute burner and like since 
since back in the day. Since back in the day. So I was like, it's a good album. I, mm. I'm not mad at it. I, I think there's one or two songs that I'm like, killed it, killed it, <laughs> killed it, like Sarah. Say yo in the bag. <laughs> but overall, above and beyond, I think it's a solid album. But just the state of South African music currently is just always getting me in a place I'm like, hmm. And there is a hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get your thoughts. No, there is a hmm. I think, oh, the state of South African music, I think as a country, we go through phases as well. Just as much as like any country musically. Right now, the phase is piano. And that's what is the biggest, um, if you look at what's charting, if you look at just the export for lack of a better word for it, everyone is obsessed with it. But here we're all, or let me not say we, I am missing the variation in sound. I think, um, Music is in a good space in terms of what people are putting out, but there is an imbalance of w- how much of it gets a spotlight. Um, I think we're still, yeah, like it kind of feels like there isn't room for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like certain things, like because I'm like, okay, R&B, I have to go out of my way to be like, where can I hear R&B live? Where can I um, go out and listen? Even, never mind like a live show, but where can I listen to it? Because even when you go out, you kind of see a pattern of like what's trending. And you can go out sometimes and only hear piano for like hours, which for me is deeply frustrating because I'm like, does everything sound the same? Oh, if it's oh, not oh, on my oh, piano, oh. let me tell you my frustration. If it's not on my piano, it's hip hop from 2010. <laughs> Okay. okay, but let's talk so, about that. So the, oh. it's also frustrating because it's like, all I do is win, win, no, win, no matter like, what. We can't be, there, there's a heavy reliance on nostalgia that is dangerous. And I do love old music. We all grew up around it. We all love those songs. But for me, we can't only be listening to things from 2008 when it's 2023. And there's a running joke with me and my friends and we'll be like, yo, we hear Kelly's like millionaire one more time. We love it, but at this point, please stop. Please stop. Stop, stop it. Stop. So now we're always like shock me and play something from this year, like from the past year. Just like a twenty, and it mustn't be Kafit either. Do you know what I mean? Like just yeah. So I think like we need the DJs to do a better job of breaking. New music. Yes. I think piano DJs are very good at that, of yes. breaking new music. Oh, But yes. hip-hop and R&B DJs are very lazy with that. They, It's just old things. Um, so I would like to see that grow. I think I'd like to see more people given space. Um, so many voices, not just Unirams, but like Filala, like Manana. Um, even like the Langamavusos of the world. Like there's so many... People who like Siva Kapstad and you know, CEO, and like there's so many good, talented people that sometimes it's a marketing issue, mm. um, but other times it's just like, where's the space? Where's the, where's the his behind them, um, to promote more than Kapsa? Desmol and Mapurisa. Even though we love them. We love, we love, like. But it can't just be that. Cause there's so much good music happening. 
yeah. that, yeah, like there must be balance for me. So definitely could be better. Like I'd like to see what happens after piano. I'm very interested to see. And like I'm constantly in debate about the longevity of it. Because even after AKA died, like, you know how people kept posting clips and like, oh, what did he say? And there was this there was this clip he had where he was like, yeah, I'm not sure if piano will outlive hip hop. And then it was like a whole debate again. And I was like, mm, he's kind of not wrong, though. Like, we will see. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. But I think, yeah. And like, even that is interesting because now... Even though piano has been around for a few years, the space that it's in now sometimes can feel very formulaic. Mm. Like we're always gonna go, go, go. Like it's yeah. Mm. I think that's so the issue. The variation it. is not. Yeah, yeah. It's just who's the vocalist this time? What? Yeah, <laughs> which it shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's yeah. Like it's weird. But then you have people like Calvin Moment. I'm like, okay, this is nice. The private school, yeah, no. yeah, those ones, yeah. I when they talk, let yeah, me, yeah, let, yeah. Let, let me tell you, yeah, no. Calvin Momo was talking. I was like, okay, okay. It, like I have friends that are like, oh, I only listen to private school, yeah, no. Let me tell you, they are the a fact pandemic. That that's like a, a, thing. a thing that people say. It's a pandemic. Those people, I'm telling you guys now. Yes, private school, yeah, are a vibe, but more nah. The people that just listen to private school yenas. I'm sorry. You guys, you guys are problematic in my life, hey? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause I think they're better than everyone in terms of what they listen to. Yes. Um, I'm just like, good music is good music. If you see me go, doom, 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 doom. Hey, don't it, judge me. You just feel it in your bones. <laughs> just don't judge me. Yeah. But then, I mean, I'm also very much like, and as much as I can be, like, I can't be a music snob. I can be. I'll admit that. <laughs> Especially with so like wait, I have to then singing. Ask. Yes, I have to then ask who's who is that artist? If I had to be like, girl, you won't believe who I'm bumping. You just like, no, not today, Satan, not today. <sighs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know what? I think okay, I'm more of a snob when it comes to like singing. Okay, and I recognize that. Not everyone has to do vocal acrobatics mm-hmm. um, to make a good song. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's tone, you know. Like sometimes you have like a, a Moses Samni, Bongeziwe, like Charlotte Day. Like sometimes it's the tone of it. But there was a time a lot of people were whispering, singing in italics. And I was like, I don't know if it's for me. Yeah, I was like, I don't, uh, like, I hear what you guys were saying, <laughs> but personally, it's not the one. It's not the one. It's not the one. It's not the one. Yeah. So like, <sighs> yeah, there are a few of those. <laughs> now, ish, and it's so weird, like, so for now, I'll say Chloe Bailey on her own. I don't know. I just don't know. Chloe and Hallie. Yes. I love it. Winning Amazing. Formula. I don't know if Hallie gave her balance. I don't know if they, yeah, I don't know if they balance each other out. But solo, it's not. I, I find it a The bit, music is not hitting. It's overly sexual. Unnecessarily yeah. overly 
sexual. I think that's my issue. Um, it, it just, it's just like we'll get into this chat as well. Like Elaine, when <laughs> when, when 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 she went overseas, Gary, I feel like she went too soon. To be honest, like I I because she was in a place and it was very. It was so nice. It was wholesome. Where she was going was was good. Clarity and then is it's clear to see. Boris, Boris, listen, no shame, chocolate. Like we all, we all, woo. no. And then it it got because I heard the new song with Blackie, and I I didn't know what it was gonna sound like. First, okay, because of the album artwork, right? It's giving Aliyah early two thousands R and B. She's there, like. Standing like this, and then her hair's like swished, and then you know, like oh, I better a two piece, and so I was like, okay. <laughs> and then the piano started. I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Elaine is singing in Zulu. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, cool. Like, okay, we're giving it a chance. And then I was kind of like, do I like this or do I do I not? And I don't think I was ready for her to pivot into piano. <laughs> and I know she like dabbled, like. But, I, like, uh, I really liked her as an R&B girly. I don't, uh, I wasn't ready. Like, I needed at least one more R&B project and then she could pivot. She needs to drop an album because it's an EP. Yeah, do you not know? No, but that, also it's confusing because right now, okay, so she gave right now first. That was R&B. Then there was Fading Away, also R&B. Even Shine, Shine was very, like, puppy. Mm. But still, fine. But Pop, all of those are singles. R&B and singles, right? And then you have Loving You with Blackie. Now on an EP, those four songs together don't make sense. Together. Like the cohesive... And it's very... She gives me no money vibes where it's like, you keep dropping singles, but what? what is the direction we're going in? Where, like, where, where, where are we going? Where, where are we... Like, we just... We want to root for you. Fine. We are rooting for you. But you're like confusing us as a, as a, as an audience. So now I'm like, oh. So I'm not the only one who feels the same. No, 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 no. But like, I will listen. And for me, shame. Like, I really do try to be like, okay, no shame. Like, I'll listen. Like, let me not just roast it. Like, (laughs) I'll listen. Cause when Chloe, like, even when Chloe does put out music, I'll be like, okay, shame, I'll listen. Like, maybe, like, maybe this will be the song. And then she had surprise, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, this one is better than." And then uh, the one where she's in the church, I was like, "I oh, lost me again, and I'm gone." Okay, no, 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 no. Oh my word! <laughs> this, 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 this. You and I can have like this musical chat for the whole day because, wow, <laughs> I. We need more time with Elaine. Makes me sad. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but at the same time, because also like sometimes I'm not sure if we're too harsh on artists, like when they do want to pivot. But then I'm like, okay, like okay, being an artist and being creative, like you have a lot of ideas, you have a lot of things you want to do. So a part of me is like, okay, I get that, but like. Mm. Mm, the whole stance is mm. drop a body of work. 
Stop giving us Agreed. I think my, my, Yeah, my we're in thing. a single era. Yes, like drop a, you want to be creative, drop us up because then we can judge you on that and be like, okay, you you were never an yeah. R and girl. You're always You were always this was always this within is, you. Yeah. yeah. No, get it singles, get it clip clips, clips, clips. I don't know. But also she is Doing what the market is doing. We're in a singles era right now. Like, we're not in an album era. But I think that's... This is... Okay, this Which is Which is the problem. This is why I'm mad at Elaine, right? Specifically, right? It's because when she dropped... uh Was it Elements, I think? Yes. Um, when she dropped that, it was like this R&B vibe within, like, yeah. the I'm a piano phase that had everyone in a chokehold. So we were yes. like... We love what so you're already doing. already we're like, we can listen to that and listen to this. Yes, and we're Both like, we're about you. We are about you and what, and then she moved overseas, and then they tried selling us the sex appeal because she also it was this natural Nick what girl next door yes, type of vibe, right? Yeah. Then now she's selling us sex here, yeah, and I'm like, oh, she go 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 go, um, <laughs> and then she was dropping sig- signals, and then I was like, mm, I don't like this. I don't think this is who you are. You don't give us, <sighs> yeah. And then she dropped this on my pier, and I'm just like, girl, you are lost. Come back home. Like come back home and home is RMP. Like, <laughs> yeah. But that's my my opinion. I will always listen to her music. You, yeah, but same. I'm just like, and it's come interesting. Back home. Even that she did it with Blackie because they both could have made that a completely different song if they wanted to. Yes, that's why I'm so mad. It could have been a completely. That's why I'm so mad. And because it's like, yeah, like you came back home. I was like, hmm. you came back home just to give us something that we don't want. On that note, let, before I get in my feels about it's giving me. you win some, you lose some. <laughs> this is the same as when like <coughs> cold your cold play now is so weird, and we're all like, you guys are too happy now. We miss you when you were sad. <laughs> There's artists like that. Yeah, it's like they had to go you, through something. You, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's not. Yeah, it's, it's like Adele. She gave us yeah. three beautiful albums, and then. <laughs> Last time I was just like, you see, <laughs> I may have a bone to pick with you on that because thirty is better than twenty five. Mm, no, yeah, I, I, I disagree. You see, I, I strongly I, agree. I, in fact, I think twenty one mm-hmm. best album. Number yeah, one. I mean, I'll always have a soft spot for nineteen because that's when I first heard it. And I was but like, I'm Ooh. saying, no, but yeah, no, twenty one is what like, I'm saying that, is that she that dropped twenty one is her magnus of like that's, nineteen, twenty one, twenty five. Those three albums. Killed it. I really enjoyed 30. I'm not going to lie to you. It's nice. <laughs> it's, it's nice. <laughs> One or two uh, singles that uh, I'll continuously bump, but nice. I'm going to agree. To disagree. To disagree. Because you see, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. you, you, you're a content creator that touches the heart because. <laughs> Because I'm like, argue with me in the comments. Fine. Let us debate. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. But also, what I do appreciate about Adele is her pen. Yes. Yeah. And I love the fact she's not trying to sound like other people. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. That is one thing I'll... Adele. Yeah. Because uh, you can tell this is Adele. Nah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the things I did to see that woman live, like I'm like somebody send me to Vegas. Let's just send money, guys. Guys, send, send money. money. The visas are here. The just, passport is here. We have the passport. Just send the just money. Give us the ticket. Send the girl Vegas. the money. Yeah, because like you know how there's some people you just know will not come to South Africa. Yeah, even though it's a world tour. 
Beyonce. I'm joking. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding and I'm not kidding. Do you know what? Americans are notoriously bad for saying world. And then that just means North America, Europe, <laughs> Tokyo. And that's it. And then it's a world tour. I just, I wonder, I know, I know that they said Renaissance, like we're releasing dates for Lies. all the Pavel countries. Nice. Um, end of the year for like Africa, India. Basically, they named all the third worlds. They were like, we're South America. We're releasing everybody else's dates at the end of the year. And I would like to see it. But at the same time, Beyonce's only come here for Mandela. So I would, I would like to see it. Like I got to go to Global Citizen. So I would like to see it again. Um, I just wonder sometimes when people say world and it's, not world. Um, they're not coming. They're I not want coming. them to come. They're not coming and it's okay. I want them to come. Because it. one thing we're good at is buying tickets for concerts. Like when people come, it's always like yeah. we fill the... Although the one thing that irritates me is how they always like, wow, I can't believe you guys know my music. I'm like, I... What? Okay. Get out of here. <laughs> please leave. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, I'm looking at you. Please leave. Um, I just... Also, she's so lazy. Like, hi, Bo. Our sisters was lying down on the stage. We said, ma'am, also, how are you going to end with your uns uns era? How are you going to end? You're Nicki Minaj, but you want to end this concert with starships. I said she hates, she has to hate us. She has to hate us. That's how it. You know what? No. We can no, have ma'am. this chat for like the whole day. I think we should start having an offline conversation. Thank you okay. so much. Thank for you so much. Honoring this invite, being our first guest for season two. Hey. Talking to you about music has just made me feel like, yes, you know, my opinions are valid. And my thoughts are valid. <laughs> Black girls, you are valid. I can't wait to see your your social media accounts grow. I think, and more people Thank discover you. you and your thoughts and your opinions. Um, and you go back to interviewing artists on a bigger scale. Maybe you can be like our South African Genesis. Uh, Listen, you know, c- hey, hey, you know what I mean. Hey. Like, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. All things are possible. You know what I mean. If you just believe. I yes. mean. Um, Thank you for having me, though. You're amazing. This has been fun. <laughs> it didn't even. I'm like, we're just chatting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope people learned a thing or two. Maybe you also got into your feels with uh, some of the thoughts and opinions we shared about uh, the artists. We we're not scared to name and shame. Yeah. Because <laughs> some people be like, sh- yeah, there's some people that I like, some people I don't like. It's just, yeah, we we name yeah, and shame. We're like, give us the microphone. <laughs> We think, stop it. No. <laughs> yes to you, but no to you. No. Yeah, but also like, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, let's yeah, be very, very yeah. honest. Uh, well, enjoy the rest of, I don't know what you're doing at this moment in time, but this enjoy. This is always the weird thing about podcasts. You're always like, enjoy the rest of your day. And, and you're like, like I, it could be nighttime. Time. You, I know, you could right? be folding laundry. I don't know yeah. how, what your life is like. So don't do anything I wouldn't with anybody I wouldn't. That's Ooh. how I'll wrap it up. And there's a lot I wouldn't do. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. Okay. There's a lot I wouldn't do. I was like, what's the parameter? Aye, yeah. hey, it's a- because some people say, don't they do anything I wouldn't do. And don't then you're do like, hey. Don't do it. I'm a church mm. girl. Go to church me. But not like drop it like a thigh. Drop no, 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 it like no, no. a like, like Not that speak, church girl. Like speak a- in tongues. Church girl. Like, okay. hallelujah. Go deeper, man of God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
cliffcentral.com.